Hello and welcome to I'm on my period piece. I'm Lindsay. I'm Molly. And we are the Sherman sisters. This is the last week of the current iteration of this podcast. Yeah. Um, we didn't realize it till about 30 minutes ago. Yeah. Just with the current schedule. Yeah. Um, say goodbye to the background noise. Yeah. Say goodbye to the intro. Say goodbye to the format. <laughs> really the only thing that's going to change, it's remain. Yeah. Is us. Is us. Yeah. Um, Yammering. So I would say what we did effectively was create probably over 300 hours of compromat. And we're moving on. (laughs) And we're done with that. Goodbye to all that. Goodbye to all that. At any given moment, you could go look through the archives and ruin my life. Yeah. Um, And that's the price of admission. Yeah, totally. And it's okay. It's the Um, mortifying ordeal of being known. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um... But yeah, so with that, the very last movie that we're covering, iconically, is... 20th Century Women. 20th Century Women. Of which we are two. Mm-hmm. Um, I was charmed as shit by this movie. Yeah. Um, but before we talk about it, as is our custom, for one final time, mm-hmm. let's take a bow. <laughs> the show is over, say goodbye. <laughs> um, bitch, let's sync up. Um, please. What have you been up to? Thank you so much for always asking you're quite welcome um low these 215 episodes can you believe plus one that got lost oh it's such a shame i maintain that was probably one of our very best episodes i think it was yeah oh, that's maybe a maybe god deleted it so that we wouldn't become too cocky i think if we reflect on episodes one of the funnest times i had was recording anna karenina with jenny <laughs> I agree. That was very funny. Uh, Talking about their weird reusable condom (laughs) in a a commemorative box. The the multi-use jewelry box condom. Yuck. (laughs) I still have not really, um, in all these years of my on and off research, landed on whether that is how condoms worked. It is. That's disgusting. They would use like a sheep's bladder or something. They were using sheep parts for too many things. At a certain point, I'd just be like, I'll just have the kids. (laughs) I'm saying. You know? Fill my quiver, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) It's not worth all this. Yeah, or like, honestly, guys, people have known how to family plan Mm -hmm. for thousands of years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's it's not all that tricky. There's there's a time of month where it's it's pert near impossible to get pregnant. Yeah, go wild. I know those are like famous last words. Yeah, for like teenagers. Right. Totally. But um, you know, as a woman in my thirties, I'll tell you. It's incredibly easy to not get pregnant. Right, exactly. If if that's your aim. Yeah. Um, Anyway, what have I been up to? What have I been up to? (laughs) Uh, What have I been up to? We had uh, Mother's Day this last week. Mother's Day. We prompt you with that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We did do that. That was fun. Had a family brunch. Mm -hmm. You and I went to the mall. (laughs) We did. (laughs) With With Angela and Ingrid. And Kat. And Kat. That was good. Um, Gosh, well, Fired on Mars ended. We finished it. It's good. Yeah. It's really good. What a strange show. Succession, crazy. I gotta tell you, though, those showrunners shot themselves in the foot with the Molly demo for being like, it was our most shocking episode. No, I was not shocked by... I was not shocked at any moment. No, I wasn't shocked by anything that happened. I was very amused by the Wasabi incident. Yes, that was good. And also by Tom on cocaine. I thought that was very funny. That was... (laughs) Tom tutored up was pretty fun. Yeah. Although, actually, honestly, the whole, like democracy isn't what we think it like okay again i think it's the same thing with me and watergate where i'm like grow up yeah (laughs) there was corruption always has been always (laughs) Um, forever and ever but i um well like ultimately it's like they are a news organization so yes like they can call it and that 
asshole can can like claim a victory but until every state has actually finished counting their votes it doesn't matter well and also um bad news for tv news enjoyers but if it's on tv it's entertainment right like it's (laughs) don't kid yourself into thinking you're eating vegetables ever exactly um anyway uh Succession. Actually, the only part that really shocked me and made me so, so sad was Tom's reaction to Ship saying she was pregnant. I could not. That was so... But I can't hardly blame him because she's that manipulative. Exactly. That yeah. had to have been like an ice water bath for her. Listening to Kara Swisher talk to the showrunner about it today, this week, she was like, what do you think he meant by that? Was he trying to get at her? And he was like, you know, honestly, I didn't even think about his motive when I wrote that line. Um, and Kara was like, I genuinely think he actually was questioning whether she was just being manipulative. Oh, she's lied to him so many times. Yeah. I like did a rewatch recently and like the shit she pulled on their wedding night really was like one of the least cool things a person has ever done. Totally. The only funny part was saying that she had a little number. Like (sighs) people don't really use that enough. Had a little number. And referring to the affair that she had with Nate, she said, I've had a little number. Interesting. Yeah. Which feels like something I'm certain she learned from her father. It's like an old timey way to say that I have something on the side. Oh, absolutely. Also, I think she like, I think she genuinely wanted to tell him, but I also think that she was, whether she understood this or not, was subconsciously being extremely manipulative with the choice of timing. Oh, of course. You know, like... Yeah, like, right before she wanted to, like, move him in a certain direction. Yes. Well, and also, like, she wanted him to have maximum regret over what he had said the night Mm -hmm. before, you know? Also, anyone pretending that, like, just because they might be more politically aligned with Shiv that her motives are good is, like, dumb as hell, dude. No, She just wants that deal to go through. Totally. Totally. Like, y'all are ridiculous people. And I kind of, I, I do agree with her that the deal should go through because if it was me in their shoes, I'd be like, absolutely, we're set, fire sale, everything must go. Yeah. Because I would like to um, sit my roomy ass around mm-hmm. and enjoy the money that our dad They left all us. seem so allergic to being idle rich, um, except for Connor, and I don't get it. Yeah, no, I would happily be idle you rich can find something to keep yourself busy for sure yeah you can do your little philanthropies you, you can, can do, do your, that. you know you can pick up many hobbies mm-hmm. start a little business open a little shop you could do two to three On hours martha's of vineyard pilates a day yeah you know, just for fun yeah yeah have tracy anderson come and do a private session with you once a week i if i had the option to cash out mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah literally all i would do would be like okay the first half of my divot day is devoted to getting hot absolutely second half blowing trees for sure that's mm-hmm. exactly right and then i would have a quaint little shop that i would work in for five hours a week yeah absolutely just go check in mm-hmm. see what's up i would yeah. be the buyer basically yeah yeah and it would be um with regards to the getting hot time that that time can be allotted however i'd like it to be uh could some, be sleep some working out some sleep some botox mm-hmm. some spa treatments yeah but half all, of my job is just maintaining to- my sort of um sexual potency <laughs> exactly <in the> marketplace <laughs> for my husband <laughs> yeah well right right if he dies you have to have a plan well that's true you know what you're i mean right. you're so, right. like, when i sorry to say but when people start to like really not pay attention to how things take are, their eye off the ball we take your eye off the ball it's like what would you do you could be out in these streets <laughs> before you know it happens so quick you sometimes don't got to get ready if you stay ready you know what i mean <laughs> do it for you but like 
Let's be honest. I agree. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. It's like... I mean, the same should... Everyone really should just, like, stay hot. Yeah. If you can. Yeah. Do it for you. Do it also for your spouse. You I think that's kind of nice, too. you know? I know everyone... It sounds so, like... Um, Old-timey. Like a sermon, basically. <laughs> like, you keep yourself for your spouse, but, no. like... I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, it's nice to feel cute. Like, I love when my husband is like, you look pretty. You know what I mean? Right. And it's like, I, I would like to continue having those comments. Honestly, it's like, it's all you got to say. <laughs> Period. It takes so little to gas me up. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, succession, I'm just, I don't know. It's not like I, it's not like I pictured like Tom and Shiv being end game or anything, but it's like, you hate to see a pregnant woman without a man around to help her. You know? I know. I know. And like, I mean, I think. Tom would probably be a pretty involved father, you know, like oh, certainly sure would. better than Logan was, you know, so it might be nice for Shiv to see like what, like that might be good for her to experience yeah. what like a good father is like, you know, I mean, again, mm-hmm. not trying to baby girl Tom, but like, I think that he's, I actually, yeah, I, find I think he's got one a, of the more respectable characters. On I the agree show. because he's not from wealth. Yeah. He's from a comfortable upbringing, but not like wealth, wealth. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's from St. Paul. Right. Like, yeah. You know, come yeah. on. It's not like a bustling metropolis. Totally. Yeah. Um, I did go try Dovetail Pizza oh, on yes. Friday night. I would like to try. And I'd like to tell everyone what I ate. I would love <laughs> so, to hear. <laughs> um, for to wash everything down, I had a Mexican Coke, <laughs> which is never a bad idea. For to wash. Yeah. <laughs> um, for to share. <laughs> dovetail check. <laughs> if y'all don't know what we're talking about, it's Print Fairy on TikTok. Oh Just, my God, you know the handle off the top of your nose. I sure do. Go oh, treat yourself. It is so... You don't know by now, though. So you encharming. Encharming. <laughs> exactly. Because um, now they're, like, kind of famous. They're There's, like, a stars. feedback loop. But... Yeah. Um tiny decisions orders <laughs> <laughs> beautiful gay couple in north carolina done up fillers, up needles yes. <laughs> done dusted <laughs> i don't understand the source of their money they seem to live in a mcmansh they do and they seem to go out to eat for every mm-hmm. meal of the weekend at mm-hmm. least yeah i think they both have for like three to four thousand calorie meals for certain yeah. Um, happy for them. Yeah. They both seem to have, I think, like pretty decent jobs. And I think they live in a place with like a yes. low cost of living. And, and then they have a gay couple with no kids. You love to see it. It's fun to watch people spend their money that Absolutely. way. Absolutely. And they have a couple of friends that are just re- recurring characters. Yeah. They, honestly, after the, after we're done recording our final episode, which we are being shockingly unsentimental about. I know. Well, because not, we're not going to not record a podcast yeah, anymore. It's, we're just going in a chrysalis for one week and coming out way, way better. Yeah. Um, you and I have to compare notes and start to do a little bit of research Mm -hmm. um because our new show involves materials and research (laughs) which famously we're really good at committing to buckle down (laughs) yeah we actually are but be disciplined but you know know, when you love what you do you never work a day in your life period i'm always saying that (laughs) um here's what i had in order at dovetail okay we started off with fried castle ventrano olives i always put an extra in in that I yeah, that for me. I noticed, but it's okay. It's hard not to. Castle Vetrano. Castle Vetrano. Yeah. So you see that you... Yeah, the Vintrano is easier, yeah. I think that's humble pie for me for making fun of the way people <laughs> say things constantly, <laughs> including my own husband. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fun way for you to remember that nope, nobody's nerfing. Nobody's nerfing. <laughs> Castle Vetrano olives. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fried. Um, 
no sort of cheese or anything in them. I don't think it needs it. But then there's like a dippable. They're breaded and fried. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dippable, um, like a ricotta sauce. Ooh, very good. I, I love ricotta. Delicious. Um, then we had a crudite. Disappointing. It. It. Why would you order a crudite? Uh, Anna. Okay. <laughs> Anna. Okay. Anna. She, she went before and. Um, How funny that Anna's coming up on this podcast with a character that reminds me of her. Completely Anna to a T. She'd been before and they had um, endive in it. And she was like, oh, it was like very thoughtful. And then they handed us like a dumb crudite. Mm. It was stupid. Oh, is it just like like, whatever's on the menu? It was like... Lightly Market. pickled, yeah, it was yeah, whatever. I mean, they had golden beets, which like yuck. I yuck. don't ever want beets. I don't ever want beets. Never do I want a beet. Carrots, cucumber. It was fine, whatever. Yeah. Um, wedge salad, baby. Yum. Wedge salad, baby. A hero. I love those. I know. Then we all split just a classic pepperoni pizza. Delicious. Um, and then also for to eat, <laughs> uh, this gnocchi with like brown butter and like a spicy honey and croutons and the gnocchi and the gnocchi were little they were small that sounds unbelievably good it was so delicious tail where is this located south first it's on the accursed lot that keeps um which one it had been oh gosh um okay hold on hold on look up the look up the address and then see if you can find what was there before it was like some seafood restaurant that looked really cool on the outside and then there was an indian restaurant it's just cycled through like three or four things it's on okay. south first if oh it's near polvos accursed yeah, polvos you do not like polvos i cannot stand polvos i like that i can just go get a tiny little saucer of escabeche there it's not worth the squeeze for me I yeah fear. it's i would say it's completely mid yeah um i would prefer it to kura's um, where you oh, have really? to take out a second loan to eat there. Is that expensive? It does not make sense. We all have laughed about this so much because like... Has it always been this way? Yeah, it, nothing... You look at the menu, everything is seemingly between 10 and let's say on the upper end, $25. Somehow, the check comes. You've had one margarita, you're splitting a queso between friends and you had a quesadilla and somehow it's all like $45 before tip. It makes <sighs> no sense. Interesting. I've never been there ever, but I did have a friend um, back in the day. She has since moved back to St. Louis, but um, she used to absolutely sing from the rooftop it's about, about their avocado, avocado margarita. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like her favorite margarita in town. I mean, the food looks good in the pictures, but it's just it's absolutely mid. mid-tier. Okay. Max. Good to know. Because I don't want to waste my my time on the stuff that's not worth it. Unlike Denata, the boyfriend of the podcast. Oh, their guacamole is uh, in a ice cream scooped ball. Yeah, it's not great. And if you order the salsa platter, they basically bring you one plate where they've put indiscriminate salsas that touch each other. No, 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 no. I can show you a picture of it. Nope, I shall not be doing this. Anyway, that's what I've been up to in sort of um, food and culture. <laughs> food and culture. We all babysat for us we on did Saturday. We babysit. That was fun. Our kids were so excited about it. And then when y'all got here, the youngest was like, I don't want them to be here. And I was like, you love them. You've been talking about it. She goes, I love them when they're not at my house. And I was like, okay. She, I think she sensed that we signaled your absence. And yes. was like, ew. Ew, this is not the trade-off I agreed to. And she got so sweepy so quickly. She was like, out. 
so yeah, that was so nice. Pig put her to bed, which was adorable. <laughs> and then she came downstairs, her. very like big girl and all. She was like, you know, it took one or two times that I thought she was asleep, and then I think she's really asleep now. But that wasn't hard. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, I forgot. Um, I guess I purchased Bluey tickets from Fiona. <laughs> oh, did you get tickets to Righteous Gemstones live in Austin? Wait, no. Do it. Wait. Craig and I are going. When is it? Wait, what is Next it? Next weekend. <gasps> or no, sorry, June 3rd. Righteous Gemstones. What? What is it? They're going to show the... It's for Austin TV Festival. They're going to show the... Um, the first episode of the season, but it's like the entire cast is going to be there. Oh my God. Yes. So we will have to go because boy, howdy. Okay. So it's going to have Danny McBride, John Goodman, John Goodman. John, yeah. You and your husband need to go see this. We've got to go. Parker loves John Goodman. Mom and dad should be in town to watch the kids. So y'all should go. I am sending this to my husband. I, I am on to see, see my husband. husband. I'm happy. I'm happy. I love that. Audio. I do too. Um, yeah, so, anyways, yeah, I forgot about Bluey. <laughs> okay. That'll be fun. You, that Lindsay will be and I fun. are going to go see John early next did week, I, too. Did, did I? Did I tell you that we missed a Roni roundtable on Friday? Um, no. Where? Yeah, Griff told me about it at dinner, and it was, like, too late for me to get tickets because it had already started. Here? Yeah, it was at Emo's. Like, Countess Luann and Ra- Ramona and, like, a few others were, like, having a round table at Emo's. Oh, my the t- God. It was, like, $70 GA for Emo's, though, so it's, like, okay, I don't know about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was a little bummed about that. We will get Ultimate Girls Trip soon, though, so. I'm ready. God bless. I'm all ready. those women together on a trip, bad things happen. That time they all got diarrhea in Mexico. I'm so ready. Why is Kristen's boring ass coming back, though? I can't even remember Who what Kristen did. asked for her? When was she on? What, what did she do? You actually did watch her seasons, if you can recall. She's, I think she sold, um, her, her sort of uh, merch tie-in was that she sold nail polish. And I think it was pretty pricey nail polish. I don't even remember Kristen, dude. Was she on with Ramona at all? Um, I think so, yeah. I think she's or just... Sorry, Dorinda. Uh, let me see. Roni, Kristen. She and Dorinda might not have crossed paths. So I watched like half a season after Dorinda left before I was like, I, oh, she my was, heart's not in it. She was... A, oh, man, she's 46, though. Okay. No, she looks great. I see you. She does look good. Let's see. She was on what seasons? Now, you know what? I need there to be like a Roni a timeline wiki. You know what I mean? Is there not? The, well, surely there is. But when I Googled Kristen Roni, it's like. Y'all know exactly what I mean at Google. You know what? Okay. Which seasons was she on? This is what I want to find. <laughs> Kristen seasons. I want there to be a graphic mm-hmm. that shows me the overlaps of people. I, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, if nothing else, you could probably make that yourself and post it online and become the hero that you see. <sighs> God, I guess so. Okay, there is a Real Housewives fandom wiki. Okay, oh, this is up. fantastic. Bravo fans are nuts. She's a Taurus, so she's your problem. She was on season <laughs> six through seven. Okay, um, I watched seven. Dorinda Medley seasons. And she was on Kristen seven through twelve. Seven. So sorry, yeah. Dorinda started seven because I remember you yes. telling me to. So she and Kristen only had her. one season on together. I guess we need to watch some seven um, and find out if these two got along. I'm well, always Dorinda, happy to Dorinda revisit. Dorinda got along with everyone the first season because she made a very graceful entrance. Yeah, she was like sweetness and light, and yeah, then and she then was she started like drinking. 
And she was like, whoops. Um, I, I really feel like she is one of the best housewives in... Of all time. All of them, yeah. One of the best to ever do it. The coldest to ever do it. She is so entertaining. She is. But there's Her like, and Sonia, mm, that's TV. The, those two have the same quality where it's like they can be absolutely nasty and disgusting when they're drunk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But at their core, I believe them to be good people, whether that's true or not. Absolutely. I When I sent you that graphic about Roni, um, Ultimate Girls Trip, and it was the four of them plus Kristen and... And but when I say the four of them, I mean Ramona, Luann... Um, Sonia and Dorinda, and then Kristen and, and then one other person who was oh, it's um, it, was, it wasn't Scary Island it? girl. No, she's a mess. Yes, Kelly Ben Simone. Kelly Ben Simone. That is going to be a chaotic element. Chaotic. But I was like, those four to me. I mean, mm-hmm. Bethany is important, horsemen. but those are the four. I said the four elements of the show, uh-huh. and then I started as a fun little mental exercise trying to map them to fire, earth, air, and water. Let me see who who where you put people. Let me see what you see if you can get what I got. Luann Earth. Yes, exactly. I think she, I think she actually is a Taurus. I think that's right. Um, Sonia Water. No, I had Sonia as air. I, that was my first guess, and I kind okay. of regret it. Uh, Ramona Fire. I had Dorinda as fire. They, that's the problem, is that any one of those bitches could be could fire. Could be any of them. Yeah, you're right. Uh, okay, well, explain your reasoning to me. I just thought, um, well... Sonia is sort of uh, not on this planet. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she gives me very air type of an energy. Yeah, she is. She is like she's canonically ditzy. Uh, Dorinda's grief balloon, <laughs> sort of. <laughs> yes, floating about. Dorinda is uh, incredibly feisty while drunk. Although I guess you're right. So is Ramona. Ramona can just yell. Ramona, but I think constant. the thing is, is that Ramona is so manipulative. And she uses tears as a way to get out of trouble. That's a really good point. Um, and then Luann's just earthy. You know what I mean? She just got that kind of earthy quality. It, the, like, be cool, don't be all uncool was, like, the earthiest moment. Incredible. Yeah. I love Luann. I love all of that. That one cameo where she's like, keep on serving. <laughs> <laughs> Sonia Morgan. What's They're all, like, cancers, aren't they? No, a lot of them are Scorpios and Sages. Oh, damn. The yeah, can- Sonia's a Sag. The cancer season is... Um, the cancer season is... Uh, As you're series, right, you're Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills, yeah. yeah. like all cancers. Sonia is a Sagittarius. Sagittarius. Mm-hmm. So is Dorinda. Yep. <laughs> uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think Bethany is Ramona a Scorpio Singer. Singer. Ramona is a Scorpio. Mm-hmm. Of course she is. Um, Luann DeLesseps. Uh, formerly D'Agostino. Um, she's, she's a to- Tavros. Yeah. Told ya. Very cuspy. Um, May 17th. Her birthday is tomorrow. Oh happy my God, birthday, Happy birthday, Queen. Countess Luann. The, the day that this episode airs. It'll be um, her her big day. She's um, going by Dilla Seps again? Well, yeah. That's they her, let her go back to that? That's her official name. Bethany is also a Scorpio to n- absolutely nobody's surprise. Yeah, dog. That's what I'm saying. They, What's Jill Zarin's sign? And uh, see, I also feel that that is a... That, Jill's probably something a little easier to swallow i feel jill is a blind spot for me i never actually watched any of her seasons but i would like to particularly villainous i like i didn't either yeah she is also a sagittarius wow dude isn't that crazy crazy like the energies of those shows map perfectly onto it because really roni is like drunk chaos well and and beverly hills is like we're gonna diagnose the same fight 
for 20 episodes. Absolutely. Because as a Cancer, I cannot move on from it. I also feel like um, Scorpio, you know, there was that girl that was like, so-and-so is the fire sign of water signs. Like, Scorpio is the fire of water signs. Yeah, they're called the honorary fire sign a lot. So them and Sag together is, I I feel, a potent brew. I was thinking about this on my walk the other day. I actually um, like and respect all fire signs. Oh, wow. Yeah, because you know what you get. Okay, so the fire signs are Sag. Aries, Leo, Sag. Yeah, I mean, I do I do agree. I, I think they're I like all, all pretty, those. like, bubbly, on-the-surface, fun people. I love Aries girls, specifically. Yeah, Aries girls, specifically, for yeah. sure. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, I just feel like it's, like, it's not a lot of backstabbing, really, in no, yeah. there. No, <laughs> yeah. I'll just cut you to your face. To your face. <laughs> right um, to your busted face. Yeah, and I think things, uh, you know, air signs love you. <laughs> tread lightly bitch but there's a lot of a lot of yeah it's it's it can be scary territory if you're not very careful oh no definitely um you know i but i don't actually like most of the earth signs all that much the other in theory the other two being Capenberg. i wouldn't want to be either oh, i no. like i actually get along quite well with a lot of capricorns i was gonna say i have quite a few of those signs in my life and they're very important people mm-hmm. to have in one's life especially they're as an air sign wonderful wonderful to be friends with yes it's too much responsibility for me it is a big responsibility um, they're sort of like know. the um, oldest daughters of society yes you know what i mean uh of their own volition yeah sort of taking on more than they need to than they need to water signs i i rock with yeah I, I mean, I, I kind of rock with everybody. behaviors. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everyone is beautiful in their own way. Everyone <laughs> is beautiful. Um, but yeah, we got so far afield. Um, wow. It's not an episode of I'm on my period piece if we don't start talking we astrology. always love to talk astrology. Um, Parker and I went to go see Guardians of the Galaxy while you babysat our children. Mm-hmm. Um, that third one, you guys, is emotional terrorism, and I just cannot in good conscience recommend. I mean, I don't really like any Marvel movies. You know how I am. Um, Me neither, dog. But uh, boy, howdy. Some of the Thor movies are kind of fun. I was crying. Uh, it was very sad. Um, I'm not going to go see that. And then I went to see our absolutely wonderful gynecologist yesterday. <laughs> um, love her. She, she's got a new office, She's y'all. got a new office. She is so chica. Um, I actually met a new another patient of hers at ballet on saturday morning just yeah, happened to come up i was like talking to her and our friend fiona and i was like something 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 oh yeah we go to the same doctor she actually has a new practice and the girl goes is it dr blank i probably said her name on the pod but anyways and i was like it is girl and she's I mean, like all adventurous women do she delivered my babies and then i was telling the um the nurse i was like oh my god i love her like all my friends come here whatever and she was like yeah there's a whole sorority at ut that all come to her no isn't that so cute that's really cute she's the girl. i said she's the girl's girl's girl you know what i mean yeah for sure um her office is exactly what you'd expect she saw one of my it's friends pink the other on day purple. and she confirmed that we are the coolest uh cohort of her patients oh yeah we she, knew I mean, maybe she says that to everyone i don't know but we but, knew this no yeah. she's so sweet i love her so much but she had also gone to see the movie the other night and she was like i cried so much and i was like so did i girl <laughs> it was not okay i can't be, i can't be crying at a i can't ra- do it ra- no, no not at a raccoon not that 
Um, yeah, but other than that, you know, pretty chill times over here. Mm-hmm. We are, we just received an enormous delivery from Ikea today um, because... Brag about your wealth. Because <laughs> our friend Angelie and her sister, Rena, um, helped us design a new entertainment console situation for under our TV downstairs. Um, and I don't know much about installing things correctly. So this is going to be me having a can do attitude and then you can do it. And then calling Angelie and being like, Hey girl, <laughs> I believe in you. I think you're going to you <laughs> merge from the other side of this with newfound self-respect. I hope so. I'm like, I told her Angelie on sun- or Sunday when we were shopping that, um, the first thing I looked at on my phone on Sunday morning was how to install a new sink faucet because mm-hmm. we're getting our bathrooms retiled and then also having the like hardware and faucets and showers and stuff all changed to be gold probably just in time for that to no longer be cool but um <laughs> but it'll go better with Did you what- hear that everybody trend over <laughs> <laughs> but with the color that like the colors of tiles that we're getting i think it'll be fun that'll look really cool i think so too so um but yeah, oh my god on friday so parker and i've been going to denata almost every friday we just cannot stay away. It's so good, um, man. It's I so good. Hailed the queso last week. Oh my god, we Gone. got there last week, and um, our server—I'd seen her before—and she said, "Welcome back." And I was like, "Hell yeah, hell yeah!" And we had our margaritas, and then as we were like ending our dinner or our lunch, she came out with these little like not quite shot glasses. They were like a little—it was like a you know highball glass kind mm-hmm. of. And she goes, "A gift from me." from the bar um and it was like the they had like just a little bit left at the bottom of two tequila bottles and so they just like let us have it and I was like thank you oh my god how exciting to be a regular I know that's how I I told Parker I was like we got to keep going there because Mm -hmm. I love the feeling of being known when I show up somewhere do y'all go do patio every time absolutely because we never make a reservation we ate inside last time because no one was there we went at like Thursday at 3 p.m 3 p.m okay yeah it was nice yeah I I forgot to tell you about this one of the silliest looking individuals you've ever seen Oh, wow he was like like purple was his thing okay okay so i mean like giving very keeping austin weird ponytail yeah mm-hmm. like bright purple patent shoes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um i love when there's a character like that yes just exactly. commit to the bit well and also it's like i love um encountering that individual when i'm having dinner with my husband right so he can see because he's such a cheesemoso. Oh yeah, my god. Oh yeah, that made Craig's day. I bet absolutely it did. And like he didn't even notice the shoes, and I was like, "Look at the shoes." Better catch that. Was the whole work. fit purple. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Yeah. I sent you that that video on Instagram of that lady who everything she wears is green, and every once in a while you'll rules. Isn't that cool? Every once in a while you'll see like stories about like so this old lady only wears pink, and I'm like, go off, girl. I love when an old lady's like. Okay, forget it. I'm just going to be an individual. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Which, speak That's of. That's the way you make yourself not invisible as you're older, too. I agree. Yes, yeah, speak of. Speak of. Annette Benning really made herself not invisible in this film. Okay, so it's funny you mention that she reminds you of our friend Anna B., um, who never came on the pod to talk about uh, League of Their Own, because we never did it. We never did it. Yeah. Maybe we'll revisit yeah, we might have a very we special have a few episode. Special episodes. Yeah, yeah. If, if it's a slow news month, twenty years ago. Yeah, or maybe um, we'll reboot this alongside the knows? other one someday. Who never say never. Knows. Um, but I had seen this movie before. I was like really close friends with Anna B, mm-hmm. and I like mentioned to her one time we were out like drinking at some dive bar. Let's see what we're like, drinking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I 
Like, I was like, did you ever see 20th Century Women? Because you kind of remind me of Annette Benning, and she likes, like, you know, Anna Way, like, uh, the table. Yeah, I was like, like, stop it. Oh, my God. <laughs> her, her, like, then boyfriend, now husband, like, had told her the same thing. Had he seen the movie or just? Yes. Okay. He was like, that's, they saw it together, and he was like, that's you. It, truly. It is extremely Anna. Down to the hair. Yeah. And the clothes. Yeah. They both have that sort of breezy way of dressing <sighs> with, like, you know. Every Some slide Birkenstocks. Fit that she had on in this mm-hmm. this movie i was like molly and or anna would wear this yeah and i love the way she was just a casual smoker yeah you know? yeah that house the house is oh so cozy so this is kind of what like what i would describe as right in my wheelhouse of favorite type of movies mm-hmm. which is episodic plot purely for the vibes yeah like there is loosely it's a, loosely a general autobiographical plot. Yeah. for Mike Nichols, who made the movie. Yeah. It's like, I think, 1979. Mike Mills. Mike Mills. Yeah, yeah, not Mike Nichols. Mike Mills. Um, 1979. Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara. She goes, he's in San Luis Obispo <laughs> at one point. I love... I'm Okay, I need to hear that. Because I'm always like, San so Luis deep. Obispo, and I don't want to be made fun of when we do so high in Ohio. Yeah, yeah exactly. That, you know? Yeah, no. She's... Um, so she's got... This is single mom. She was 40 when she had her son. Um, what's his name? Jamie? Yeah. And what's her name? B- Dorothea. Dorothea. Chic name, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and she lives in this big old house, and they've got boarders, one of whom is Billy Crudup. Handsome. Handsome. And he loves, he clearly loves his time period. Yes. And he, he just a very attractive character, too. Yes. Yeah, Like, truly. working on cars, like, meditating. Just like, like a nice, just a truly. Giving very Pisces man. Very decent individual, too. Yeah. Um, and then um, a a female boarder played by Greta Gerwig. Love to see her just act. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. You don't really see that very often. Parker was surprised when I said so. She used to do that primarily in all those like mumblecore movies back in the early oh, 2010s. Boy, she's a very good director. She's a very good director, but she's also a very good actress. She is. Yeah. One thing I will say about this character is some of her outfits had me going, huh? Oh, I liked her whole thing. Like, there's one she's outfit you like see her in weirdo. a bunch of times, which is like a black top with purple shorts and teal tights and i don't really know what the color story is giving there it kind of didn't curl over for me <laughs> entirely man i think i just like the whole thing um she reminded me of one of my friends from high school she always does yes yeah yeah, yeah for sure i know exactly the friend mm-hmm. um and she but she's like a photographer um she is recovering from uh cervical cancer and they do this cool like voiceover thing where each character kind of voices over some of their own stuff or Jamie voices over stuff for them, or whatever. Maybe it's just Jamie and Beatrice that be. Or sorry, Dorothea that do it. It's mostly, yeah, mostly Jamie, and then there's like a little bit of Dorothea at the end. Yeah, um, yeah. Her. It was some common thing that I looked up that was like a phenomenon in the '70s, where like women whose mothers were pregnant in the '50s and used this like um, some medication. It was a. It was like a fertility drug. Mm-hmm. And this, they said that her mom had had two miscarriages and then she took this fertility drug. And then it, like she, like so many other women whose moms had used this drug, had cervical cancer. Um, and so she's like, at the beginning, she finds out that it is in remission or it's gone away or whatever. But midway through the doctor is like, you probably can't or shouldn't ever try to have kids mm-hmm. um, because it's like weakened your cervix, which is really sad. Um, and so kind of like 20 minutes into the movie, maybe 30 minutes in Jamie and his friends do this like fainting game 
And he, it's supposed to, like, make you feel kind of high, but it's supposed to, you, like, pass out for, like, 15 seconds or this something. This is the thing that kids were doing in the 2000s, too, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, not, nobody I hung out with. <laughs> I knew of kids who did it. Yeah. I, I never did it. Yeah. Um, I sort of had the um, sensibility of a 40-year-old, whether yeah. you would, you wouldn't guess it looking at me at the time. But, right. Um, Mom like, and dad really never had anything to worry about. No, truly. They could sleep so deeply at night. Um, but he was out for, like, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, that scared the hell out of everybody. And after that, Dorothea's like, okay, I might need some help raising this boy into a good man. And so she enlists the help of um, Greta Gerwig's character. I need to just look up Abby. her name. Abby. Mm-hmm. And then um, his best friend, played by Elle Fanning. And what's her name? I don't remember her name. Um, I love her in this movie. I do too. She's so good. Um, she... So they're both kind of like, okay, that's kind of random. But then like, oh, Julie. And what is Crudup's character's name? William. William. So they, um, they all kind of like pitch in to help Jamie grow up into a good man. And honestly, watching this, I was like, it is. I was like, Jamie and Dorothea's relationship. I'm like, if, if that was what having a son was like, Mm -hmm. I bet it's really sweet. He like reads the stocks off to her in the morning. It's real cute. It's so sweet. I also love the scene where Abby takes him to LA for that punk show. Yes. And, uh, Alia Shawkat. Oh yeah. 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 And she's like telling him, like feeding him lines to like say, to impress her. Like, here's how to talk to an older woman or whatever. It's so cute. That's like one thing too. Um, like uh dorothea seems to struggle when she hears punk music she's like this is this you think this is good am i I to think this is good i love when he shifts from like black flag into being into talking heads i know it's so cute which is funny to think like man early adopter of talking yeah totally Um, um he starts reading like feminist books like cause he he's like hearing from his friends like he's got abby this border and then julie and they're like sharing their lives with him like really candidly and so he's like he starts to develop his own curiosity about things and so he reads some book about sex and he's got like a friend bragging about like oh yeah i had sex with this girl and she owed five times Mm -hmm. or whatever and he's like oh is that so um how did you stimulate her yeah (laughs) and um the kid's like with my dick (laughs) and jamie's like okay, well, that is actually not how that works. Like, kind of corrects him, and then the kid does not take that in the spirit of... I mean, but really like, good to arm a kid with that knowledge, because there were always boys that were talking a big game. Talking it's like, such a big game. You've never seen one pair of breasts. No, you don't have a clue. Well, and then, like, at one point, like, Julie tells him, like, oh, I don't have those. Like, no no girl that I know does. And it's, like, because teen boys are, like, not yeah, taught God, to care about that. Like, especially in the 70s. Totally. Um, um, but he, like, and she, like, has a bit of like a pregnancy scare. He's very in love with her. It's he, not she has a bit happen. of a pregnancy scare, and he, like, goes to get her a pregnancy test. And, oh, my God, this was such a funny detail to include the way that a home pregnancy test worked in the 70s. Because it was, like, new technology at the mm-hmm. time. And she, like, has to pee in the cup, and they dip something in the cup, and they put it in this vial and shake it up. And then he's like, okay, and wait two hours. <laughs> like, what the hell? That had to have been, like, a torturous two hours in the 70s. Unbelievable. Especially we were, like, not trying for a It baby. made me want to ask mom, because I was conceived, well, I mean, born. I was conceived six, six years after this mm-hmm. movie came out. So I'm like, mom, did you have to, like... I wonder if she even did home pregnancy tests or if she was just like, uh, I haven't had my period. I'll just wait and go see a doctor. Could be. Who knows? 
But I'm like, still, to not have that confirmation. She does not remember so many details about pregnancy. <sighs> which I think That's is... crazy. I think, yeah, the female brain is probably like, I don't... We don't need to linger. No, I know, <laughs> totally. It's funny, like... Dribble this and chuck it away. Sometimes when you're, like, in a group of moms, you'll, like, start talking about birth stories and stuff. And then it's, like, crazy how you're like, I will never, ever forget this. But then it's like, no, I... Wait a minute. Well, did I do this? Or when did... The, you know what I mean? To move on with your life, I don't think you can hold on to no, all that. No, totally. Totally. Um, you know what was the part that really bummed me out in this movie is when the, her, like... Dorothea's, like, asshole co-worker. Yes, asked her to get a drink. And then he was like, oh, sorry, it was just... We all thought you were gay. Like... <sighs> She looked chic in everything. She looked everything cool in whatever she, wore. she wears. Everything she wore. The uh, curls, some point they she, were curling. They were curling. She strikes up a romance with William somewhere along the way. And then, like, kind of naturally lets it fizzle out. Yeah. And then he and Abby kind of have, like, a flirtation. They yeah. They also sort of naturally let it fizzle out. Yeah. At one point, Jamie, like, tries to run away with his girlfriend. To, was it to his, San Luis Obispo? San Luis Obispo. <laughs> He leaves a note that's like, we took the car. We're going to go up the coast. Like, you don't need to worry about us. Beautiful, by the way. Oh, gorgeous. Yeah. And then... Uh, when they're, like, driving back in the Beetle together. Yes. I also love the scene where she's, like, really moved by the crisis of confidence speech. Oh, I know. Yeah. And everyone else is like, oh, he's toast. He's that's not going to get reelected. That's also so Anna because she's so, um, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh Earnest. Not, yeah, earnest. Yeah. Just, yeah, just so earnest. Yeah. Like, about local politics, especially. Yeah, totally. And I'm sort of um, not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. About much. Really. Dorothea seems like she's such an interesting... Um, like, she was born... What? She was born during the Depression? Is that right? Yeah, like the 30s. Yeah. And so, like, they just she just seems like she's kind of a staunch little character. Like, she went to flight school for World War II and was oh, about to be able to fly. Oh, I and, loved that at the until end. she, with, like... You must remember this and her flying. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I failed because I watched it in two installments, as I frequently mm-hmm. do. I'd forgotten the pilot thing with the, the guy at the end. So, yeah, at the end, they had this little epilogue. I'm so happy for everyone, honestly. It was so sweet. I, I was crying. Yeah. I was like, this is so sweet. And it is very realistic. It's like these people don't, they, they're not staying in each other's lives necessarily mm-hmm. beyond this time. But he's still looking back fondly on like how meaningful that was to mm-hmm. him in becoming a grown up man. And he's like, Abby got married and she had a kid. Managed to have two kids. Yeah. Um, against her doctor's orders, she got pregnant and she had two healthy babies. And then um, Julie went away to college and ended up moving to Paris mm-hmm. um, with her Good for her husband and they intentionally never had children but it talks about how Abby took her to um, Planned Parenthood and mm-hmm. helped her get birth control so she didn't have to worry about these pregnancy scares and then yeah Annette Benning's character Dorothea like she dies of breast cancer in like 1999 when she's 75 not breast cancer sorry lung cancer mm-hmm. because of the smoking um but like she's she voices that yeah at some point like she's like i saw these things happen but i didn't see these things happen because i died at, at the age of 75 or whatever it was like really oh sad man, that made me cry <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so sad and then jamie's like years after my mom died i finally got married and had a child of my own and when i try to tell my kids about my mom i like kind of come up short like i can't really yeah. and it's like oh it's so i sad. mean it's like um the ultimate 
good boy move to yes. like make a movie about what a staunch and cool person his mom God, was. His mom was so cool at the age where he was mo- probably most difficult. Oh, totally. Know? Yeah, to like have the the hindsight to look back on, especially maybe like as a parent, even mm-hmm. being being like. I now see what it must have taken from her mm-hmm. to be that for me as a single parent. Yeah. Like there's a part where um, he gets in trouble at school for forging his mom's signature for like an absence. And the the principal calls them both in and she's like, well, why do you need to know where he is? What if he had like, what if he has something come up? And, you know, like she's like very like uh, honoring his autonomy. Yeah. They show her at the bank trying to open a, a a bank account form and the banker's like we don't open bank accounts for people this young and she's like he deserves privacy and dignity and autonomy and a place to put his money um so she's like why do you care where my son is you know and then so when she gets home when she gets home she's like oh let me show me how you forge my signature that is so cool but don't forge people's signatures because you're signing their name to something they didn't agree to so how about instead um, I will write you notes whenever you want to sleep in or mm-hmm. go somewhere, do something else. And the notes she writes are like, he was training with the Sandinistas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, she's just like. Um, God, she's like the kind of mother. Malicious compliance. Be, you, you know, know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, what totally. What a character. She is such a character. Like, she just does things her so own way. Beautiful shots of them, like, out on the beach in jeans, oh, too. God, so pretty. And this house, like, the, the kitchen, they spend a lot of time in the kitchen in this house. And it's, like, so shabby. Mm-hmm. Like, the backsplash behind the um But it's, like, so stove. overgrown around there. Oh, which is, like, my gorgeous. ideal situation. Yes. You know? And there's, like, lots of natural light in the house, and the kitchen cabinets are painted bright yellow with, like, white handles. So you know I was living, girl. I love that damn house. I love that house. It's so freaking pretty. Oh, my God. And her bed. She has this, like, brass bed with, like, um, this kind of multicolored, um, like, maybe hand-embroidered or tapestry Mm -hmm. kind of coverlet on it. And it just looks, like, so lived in. Mm Mm-hmm. Every uh, room was cool. Oh, Abby's they were room so was cool. cool. Yes. God. His room, I was like, that's like an ideal teen boy room. It was so cute. Yeah, the bed was kind of in the middle of the room. Yeah, and I don't love that from a feng shui perspective. I don't but either, but it was kind of cute. Like, it looked like a very cushy, comfy bed. Like, it almost looked like a big rectangular cushion on top of a, um, a frame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Julie will, like, climb through the window and, like, sleep over just to talk to him, which I always think that's really cute. In, yeah. As, as a trope in movies and TV, like, the like boy and girl friends that don't ever like they're they're not sleeping together they're not dating they just like like, talk about everything yeah Yeah. exactly he had that like good mix of like you know male living space but also like somewhat tasteful yeah exactly exactly Um, he's like it's male living space but he's got lots of women in his life to kind of point him in the right direction yeah i mean that classic boy thing of just sort of stapling a poster to the wall yeah um, exactly which boy i think that's college teenagers to just do that all the time i think craig had like a wall of poster in his college room that was just bare on the wall you know well there you go and that was what you did at the time i think that's the vibe um, I really loved this movie. I could see this becoming like a comfort rewatch. Oh, I'm so glad you finally watched. I can't, um, I was like pinching myself that like I hadn't made the time to watch it before because mm-hmm. I was like, she absolutely did not oversell this at all. No, it's like the exact kind of movie you would just like, I can't think of what to watch. I'm going to throw I'm on turn 20th this on Century Women. And vibe. It is nothing but good vibes. He did Beginners too, I think. Oh, like I've most. never seen that. Um, um, that one is less of a like, I mean, it's pretty and it has the beautiful Melanie LeBron. But, oh, um, we love. Oh, and he's married to Miranda a- July. Boy, 
okay talk about kind of marrying your mom damn that's fascinating um although she's she has that sort of like flighty yeah she's not as sturdy she's not as staunch as him i never saw come on come on uh you did thumb sucker i never saw that either um that was an oh come on come on was the one that just came out like a year or two ago right that was Mm -hmm. like supposed to make me cry (laughs) with gabby hoffman yes um he is an aries man miranda july is also an aries no she's an aquarius just kidding she's an aquarius of course he is what happened to lou taylor pucci who from thumbsucker (laughs) oh i've never i've never seen the film thumbsucker was like kind of um it was like in the dvd universe of like artsy-ish movies that it's like i heart huckabees okay okay where it's like if you were a, a teenager with a point of view in suburbia you had to see like thumbsucker or like yep. igby goes down yeah um with, another thing i've never seen with kieran culkin though right yeah it's yeah. fine i think the thing about like all these like mid-2000s indie movies is that it's um it was more about the depression you tried <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah they all have just this overwhelming vibe of clinical depression yeah very much that very much that um they have a child born in march 2012 what funky name did they give that kid not listed good for them they shouldn't list it okay good wow Uh, respect but she was 38 when they had that baby wow she's a beautiful girl she is she's like she's kept that spf caked on baby i would say she in my mind is in the same collection adjacently from a different universe as saint vincent well here's the thing is saint vincent used to really look a lot like her yeah there's Before definitely she that decided that she was going to be leather mommy oh, that's so true. you know that's like so she true. used to be like bookish little mousy woman yeah and then out of nowhere i don't know maybe she got a hitachi wand or something and she was like <laughs> actually <laughs> yeah, good yeah that's a good point i mean i think she started dating younger women and uh boy it's <laughs> kind of funny it is kind like, of funny i think she's cool she's only 40 did you know this st vincent oh well, yeah Annie i wouldn't Clark? expect her to be much older than that oh, um, i don't know why i thought she was more than three years older than no, me she came out the gate like pretty young when um now now or whatever it was. let me tell you when you and i saw her at acl before she really blew up um doing her uh, it was just her and a bunch of pedals and her pedals her looping mm-hmm. pedals i in my mind never seen a better musician in my life she was good her and um andrew bird both did a lot of cool shit with looping pedals andrew bird is a good that's a good performer right there i it bothers me how no one really talks about it you know today um i was listening to spotify when i was out on my walk and um what's it called uh one of his songs it was uh fake palindromes came Mm -hmm. on and i was like this song I could kick a door off the hinges. Oh my god! No <laughs> kidding. I, it's so good. The way that like the first crispy day in the woodlands, I would be like, the windows are coming down, and I'm about to ruin everyone's life on Lake Woodlands. <laughs> Absolutely. Period. It felt incredible. Yeah. I As a teenager invincible. to hear that song, mm-hmm. incredible, unbelievable. Yeah, and I'm sure I had like kind of shitty quality because I probably ripped it off of LimeWire. Yeah, definitely. The no, you know what? Things that I ripped off of LimeWire. I had it on CD, so you might have just ripped it. I from might my have. CD. I might have. Yeah. Um, that the rest of that specific album was not super not for, for me, me, but that one. That's that track. Mm-hmm. Who? And yeah. he's actually a fun actor. He was on Fargo last season. I believe it. He's a he's a kooky dude. He's exactly who you want to have on Fargo. Yeah. You know sure. what I mean? <laughs> um also the Chicago musical. Illinois Chicago. musical. 
Did you what? hear about this? No. Sufjan Stevens is having like a like a stage musical based off of. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, oh, actually, Sove is on that album, and that's one of my favorites. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, I feel like we kind of all stopped talking about what a good musician Sufjan is too, I, but I guess it's just not worth repeating. And also, he started making like concept albums, really long droney concept albums. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And that's fine. But if you ever dip back in, it's still worth your time. Still um, some of the best Christmas music you're ever going to hear. Okay, I'm saying it also. I was just, just as you said that, looking at Andrew Bird's Hark. Mm-hmm. Girls, yeah. if you like good Christmas albums and you're not put on to that one, let Come me... Come on now, you Let The water is fine. Come mm-hmm. on in. Uh, it is beautiful. It's a really beautiful album. Um, I was about to transition and say, what are we watching next week? But we're not. Sorry, we're taking you. a week off next week. Yeah, we're having an offsite, and um, then we will come back um, as I'm on the rag, or on the rag, on the rag, on the rag, on the rag, rag time. It's cleaner <laughs> <laughs> on the rag. Um, yeah, because it's still period joke. Get it? Yes. So, <laughs> but this um, time it's about tabloids. We are no longer talking about movies. Mm-mm. We are going to in real time chart the gossip from 20 years ago. We're gonna get in a time machine. Get in a time machine via the magazines yes we purchased the magazines we have them physically physically in in hand and yes i have a scanner at home play your cards right i'll make that media available we'll share oh my gosh we're gonna be archivists yeah i always knew this would happen we're providing a service and outro music uh on this the last episode recorded in this fashion was like hey girl remember how you never actually were that proficient with garage band oh yeah and we're we're not even gonna use garage band we're gonna try a new software one that I'm not telling you about because I am a gatekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's been real fun. Thanks for listening um, for any or all of the last 215 episodes. Um, uh, slash, sorry, you'll never get that time back. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we are looking forward to sort of uh, examining the ways in which. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> about 20s or 2000s. Oh, uh, I want to be po- clear. Tabloid that, culture. Um, it is actually my ultimate goal to not moralize. Yeah. Well, um, but I do, want, I do want to laugh. I do want to laugh. I'm going to laugh. I'm going to laugh, babe. But I'm not uh, I'm no. not doing a Woodstock 99 documentary. Here, no, babe. and we're not. We The, the Britney documentaries are come out we know the tabloids were awful to her and when they're like super brutal we'll point it out but sure, we're not sure, gonna sure, but, uh, linger they, they were mother so if you were expecting this to be um an academic it's not it's not gonna be i'm on their side um <laughs> also one thing that we have noticed is the ads i very much look forward to talking about the ads oh my god absolutely <laughs> it's just every kind of diet supplement you could imagine dexatrim <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah uh, join us back in 2003 in a few weeks um and until then y'all, it's been y'all stay breezy keep watching period pieces if you want they're great if, it, if any groundbreaking one comes out you know maybe you'll get a christmas special I don't know. Oppenheimer. But yeah, Hmm. we'll see. Um, All right. Y'all have a good one. Bye. Bye.